let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, DC can be a tough city, and sometimes we all need to have a little cry. And it turns out, DC is a great city for public crying. Kiara McGowan from the now viral TikTok account Crying in DC grabs the tissues to talk about how she's making space for DC's public criers. Today's Wednesday, August 9th. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. Okay, Kira, your TikToks have really taken off. I saw your amazing profile with the amazing photos in the Washington Post. <laughs> How have people been reacting? Like, what's been the reaction to these TikToks? People have been enjoying them. They've been enjoying them way more than what I thought. It's been a lot of, like, community building so far, which has been, like, really fun to see. I've been getting people emailing me, like, hey, you know... If you ever want, like, a friend or you want to do something in the area, like, let me know. And, like, people have been, like, suggesting places for me to cry. So, like, it's been received really, really well. And because it's still in its infancy stages, like, I'm trying to plan on, like, what to do next. But everything is just going so fast. So it's just, like, a whole bunch of stuff going on. <laughs> Why do you think it's resonating so much with the D.C. community specifically? I think that, like, we're just all going through something right now. Like, that's just kind of what it seems to me. Like, my most recent video was about me, like, crying in Adams Morgan. And I posted about how just, like, I am just, like, grieving kind of, like, my past life in terms of, like, coming up here and what it was like when I was, like, when I had a job, when I was employed, when I was, like, living in a safe space and, like, stuff like that. And I just, like, was grieving that while I was going to the bus stop on my way to the bar to work in the morning. And, like, everyone was just, like, responding to that about how, like, they feel the same way. A lot of it was coming from, like, COVID in terms of, like, what things used to be before the pandemic started. So I think, I don't know if this is too much of me to say, like, maybe I'm, like, vocalizing it for a lot of people. And a lot of people are resonating with that. Yeah, I mean, does part of you think that we didn't fully grieve the loss of what our lives might have looked like or been like or, you know, hopes that we had for our lives that are now completely different because of COVID? Absolutely. 100%. Like, we did not grieve at all. <laughs> We're just like, go back to work. We worked through it. We literally worked through it. What does crying in public do for you? You know, I think that it's something that people think of as happening privately or if it happens at all. Why intentionally do it outside? Yeah, I get this question a lot, and there was really no intention behind it. I'm just outside all the time. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, an outside girly. You're outside yeah. cat. I'm an outside girly, and I think just me in general, what I've always been is someone who just, like, goes outside to, like, spend time by myself, you know? And I feel like the best way to process my feelings is outside. You know, I would just be crying, and I never really thought of it as a thing, until my friend and I, we were having conversations and like brainstorming and he was like, this is a thing in New York. And I was like, oh, oh, let me just like catalog it. 
being silly. And then I guess it just like resonated, but it was never a thing for me to try to make. It was just something that I always did. Do you think there's something about D.C. that makes it a place where crying in public is seen a little bit differently? Probably. I think as someone who used to work on the Hill, everyone just like wants to have like this air of like, oh, I work on the Hill. Like, da 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 da. It's like, my life okay. is perfect. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're a staff assistant and you've never seen the person you worked with. Like, no shade. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no shade. But I think to me, DC has, DC has a personality, but it's trying to pretend like it has another personality, right? So, like, DC has like this amazing culture that it's always had. And I think people who are transplants like come in and try to make this culture something that it's not. So everyone is all like pomp and circumstances. They are like, oh, I work on the Hill or they're all like, oh, I lobby on the Hill. No, I'm not going to cry because like I don't cry. Why would I cry? I have a perfect job. Da, da, da. And people try to like put on these airs about like how amazing it is because they live in D.C. when like the reality is it's just like a city like every other thing that has like its quirks and ebbs and flows. And it's like really difficult to also live in this city. And I feel like people try to act like it's not like studio apartments are twenty eight hundred dollars for like three hundred eighty three square feet. <laughs> like, how are we affording this? Like, there are real issues in the city that we do need to cry about. But I think people try to like have such a like a, such a facade of everything is perfect because they live in D.C. that they don't really want to show emotion. It's a, not an easy city to live in. It's like a city where it can feel like a lot of competition. When, if you move here at a certain time in your life, people that you think of as like your friends, your peers, can also in a weird way feel like your competitors, which mm-hmm. I think can, can make it just feel like a little bit of a weird place to express that yeah. vulnerability. Absolutely. It's hard to live here as someone low income. Like, I am really struggling finding an apartment right now. (laughs) Like, I'm not even gonna... It's, like, really hard. I was literally on the steps of DuPont Circle crying last night because I cannot find an apartment. So there's that. And I have met a lot of people who say that they feel really lonely in this city because of that competitiveness, which is, I think, once again, kind of goes back to my earlier statement where it's like, you know, we have all these transient people who are, like, pompous and, like, all this stuff who think that things are great. But, like, it's almost as if a lot of people here are really afraid to show their true personalities and, like, really let it show. Hmm. It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree that's to help raise funds for homelessness in DC. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there. When people see you crying in public, like, how do they respond? No one has ever said anything to me. (laughs) They're just like, I'm going to pretend to be looking down at my phone. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to, I feel like I've been going through everything and crying in DC with like total authenticity. And like last night, I really had like a breakdown on DuPont, like DuPont Circle, like sitting on the sets of a random building. And there were a whole bunch of people walking past me (laughs) and like they didn't say anything. But I will also say I'm not like a loud crier. So that could be like a reason why no one really 
said anything either. Well, I, do you think that if someone sees someone else crying in public and feels safe and comfortable to do so, that they should be like, hey, sis, are you okay? Like, is there is there a community cultivation aspect to crying in public that you'd like to see? You know, when we're girls are like drunk and you see another drunk girl crying like yeah we do need to bring that sense of community back like if she sees someone crying like girl are you okay like how are things like whatever I do feel that I know me personally I bottle up a lot of my feelings and I have a hard time like crying in front of people like even like my mom or like some of my best friends I just have a hard time like crying in front of them and I think I want to cultivate something like more with that and just like kind of like having that community cry I would like that if that was more accepted too yeah, well, you'll be happy to know that I cried in public just yesterday. I was, I was <laughs> at DCA at the airport, and I was at one of those tiny little bars next to the gates. And it was one of those bars where, like, you're, like, ass to ankles. And so there was, like, a white guy in a suit to my right and a white guy to my suit to my left. And we were very, very close quarters. And I just sat there and cried. And neither of them said anything. They looked in, intentionally looked straight ahead. Yeah. I 100% love that. Like, you don't have to talk to me. You don't have to ask if I'm okay. Like, you can, but, like, if you don't ask, I'm not going to take that personally because, like, I am just, like, in the zone. Like, like, let me release the tears and then just, like, keep it moving. But I think anything, anything, you know, and maybe it should be more of, like, breaking down, obviously, that American individualism and, like, going up and, like, seeing if others are okay, too. Well, million-dollar question, what are the best places to cry in D.C.? Obviously, anything by the water. So Buzzard Point in the yards. I think, actually, the yards, personally. They have, like, the little bench, the little benches by the water. And then then there's, like, a bridge to walk over. And then they have, like, trees. I would also say the library, too. I was just thinking about that. I just really love the library. So, like, MLK Library, they have that rooftop. And then Southwest Library has a patio, too. And then Southwest Library is just, like, really nice in general. So so will you actually go somewhere because you, you're you feeling like a good cry and you know, like, oh, this will facilitate a good cry. I'm going to go to this <laughs> waterfront to, like, get the, get the waterworks moving. Yeah, it literally is. <laughs> like, I will literally do that. I do schedule them. Like, I'm always just like, okay, I need to, like, go somewhere and just like ugh, because sometimes I feel like crying in my room is a little depressing but like no shade <laughs> to anyone who does it we all cry in our rooms but like like I said I'm an outside girly so I don't know what it is but I just like to be like kind of in a big open space and just like being able to just like kind of like cry and just like kind of like shed those emotions and like just get that release what do you see as the future of crying in public in DC like are you hoping to build this into something that does create that that like kind of collaborative crying community I do. I've been thinking about it. I feel like there's a whole bunch of stuff like that I can do with it, which I love. But I am going to try to like, do like community cries. So we're going to see how that works. I've had people like email me and reach out to me like saying like if they wanted to connect or like giving me places. But I'm thinking about that. Like I'm thinking about like a map <laughs> to like different spaces and stuff like that. So I have a lot of ideas. And it's just like a lot. I just have to like figure out how to execute them. <laughs> Like, there's so much going on. <laughs> well, Kiara, thank you for encouraging all of D.C. to have a good cry and let it out. The TikTok is called Crying in D.C. <laughs> thank you for being here. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Before you go, here's some quick news. D.C.'s Democratic Party has filed a lawsuit to keep ranked choice voting and open primaries off the November 2024 ballot. It says these election changes would violate local law and the Constitution. The lawsuit's first court date is scheduled for November. 
Also, the federal government is caught in a legal battle over its plan to remove Arlington Cemetery's Confederate memorial. The statue depicts a black woman holding the baby of a white Confederate officer and an enslaved man accompanying his enslaver into battle. Those against the statue say it's racist and glosses over slavery's evils, but a group representing the descendants of Confederate soldiers say the statue represents reunification of the North and South and that the Pentagon should have sought public comment before making a decision. Meanwhile, in more lawsuit news, a neighborhood group is trying to legally block the district from converting a George Washington University dorm into a homeless shelter. The ANC approved the city's plan in June, but the West End DC Community Association says the shelter would lead to an uptick in crime and property devaluation. And finally, it is a proud day for the DMV as Kimberly Winters from Virginia has officially broken the world record for the loudest burp by a woman. Prepare your ears. <laughs> Measuring at 107.3 decibels, her belch was louder than a blender, an electric handheld drill, and some motorcycles. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friend who's a big crier and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. If I ever see you crying on Metro, I'll definitely be like, are you okay? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it.